looking for these sticky thoughts that aren't serving you. Sometimes a tiny, tiny comment from years ago really hits us at our core and we hold on to that for years. We push it down because it doesn't feel good and that's all well and good. But sometimes when we don't heal the pieces of us that need a little bit of nurturing, it can impact how we show up as a parent and what we're teaching our kids. That's still there right? It's still there. It needs some healing because the more you push stuff down, the stronger a, a control it has on us and the bigger impact it has on our life. Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hi parents, my name is Renee Sinning, teen life coach and parent partner. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. I'm really glad you're here. On this episode, we're going to talk about healing ourselves to help our kid. Sometimes we as parents hold on to stuff and that stuff gets packed away like in a garage. It's as if you've lived in the same house for 50 years and you've accumulated all of these boxes. Some of the boxes are open, some of them are open a little bit, and some of them are shut tight. We just don't get to them. Well, we all have stuff. We all have stuff, and sometimes as parents, our stuff gets in the way of us being the best parent we can be. And we might know this, we just don't necessarily want to go there. You know, I always tell my teen clients that I'm not here to fix you because you aren't broken. And so I'm here to say the exact same thing to you also. If you have stuff that needs addressed or needs healed, that doesn't mean you're broken. It just means that you are human. We are perfectly imperfect human beings. And when you have kids, or if you have kids, you've been around for a while. So we all have stuff. And a lot of times as parents, we don't focus on ourselves. We just push it all away and we give all of our energy to our kids. And in a way, sometimes it's like an excuse. It's an escape. It's like, no, I don't have to deal with my stuff because I'm too busy parenting my children. And that's all well and good. But sometimes 
when we don't heal the pieces of us that need a little bit of nurturing, it can impact how we show up as a parent and what we're teaching our kids. You know, just like we want our teenagers to feel confident, we want our teens to feel worthy and not worry about what other people say or do. We should want the same thing for ourselves, right? Because you deserve this also. And you know, if we don't heal ourselves, it can get in the way of us being the best parent we can be to our kids. The deal is that our kids are not here forever. They were never meant to be children in our home forever. They will leave. That is the goal of parenting. And we want them to leave as those self-assured, confident, ready to conquer the world young adults. We have just a finite amount of time where we can teach them and model for them. And then they leave the nest and you're left with you. So it's really about taking that limited window that we have to teach, nurture, and model for our kiddos before they head out into their own world and not having our own unfinished business get in the way. Because like it or not, time is fleeting. Question is, do you have anything in your own life that needs healing or that needs addressed? If hearing this gives you a pit in your stomach, then I'm going to venture to say the answer to that is yes, and that's okay. Sometimes it's good to be uncomfortable. That's how we make progress. I'm going to do is give you a few things to think about and maybe try. If you choose to do this, I would say give yourself some time. Find a quiet space. If emotions come up, if you feel like you need to cry, that's okay. It's good when the stuff comes out right? Because the more you push stuff down, the stronger a a control it has on us and the bigger impact it has on our life because we're putting all this energy into pushing it down when really it's just kind of right below the surface. It's always right there. So here is this activity for you to try. So what I want you to do if you are interested is you're going to take out a sheet of paper and make a bunch of boxes on this paper. And you're going to label each box differently. Box one is before the school years. You're going to have a separate box for the elementary school years, middle school, high school. Another box, so they're all separate. Another box for college, or if you didn't go to college, post-high school years. And then a box for when you were in your 20s. And a separate box for 30s. Separate box from 40s and whatever age you are. And then what you want to do is you want to go through each box individually. Think back if you can, and you may or may not have memories during all these times, and that's okay. But are there any messages you received as a young child before you went to school that's still there, right? It's still there. It needs some healing. So what we're looking for here are micro messages that you might be holding onto. Sometimes a tiny, tiny comment from years ago really hits us at our core and we hold on to that for years. We push it down because it doesn't feel good and then it just sticks. So that is really what we're looking for. We're looking for these sticky thoughts that aren't serving you. So you're gonna do this through each of the boxes. So you're gonna go to the middle school years and the high school years and the elementary and say, hmm, are there any messages here that need healing? Right? Is there any, are there any sticky thoughts that don't feel good that I'm holding on to? And you wanna write those in the box for each time of your life. 
And then can't do this all at once. If it's uncomfortable, do one box a day, right? Or do it at your own pace. This is not medical advice, by the way. I am a coach. I am a certified professional coach, a mom. I taught high school for 18 years. I coach teens. So this is something that I've done for myself. Try to unravel some of my own sticky thoughts. And if you can't do this on your own and you think you might need medical support, then seek the advice of a medical professional before you try this. But this is really about just bringing awareness to who you are and healing yourself and however that looks for you. When you find these sticky thoughts, you want to see if they're still taking up space in your life. Ask yourself questions like, am I ready to let these messages go? And what's one baby step? And what is the benefit? It's really, it can be really uncomfortable. So you really looking for these sticky thoughts that aren't serving you. I wanna tap into the benefit or the reason why this is important. And for these purposes, it's so that we can be the best parent we can be. So if you got a message in third grade, maybe you were an overweight child and now you're like a physical fitness trainer, right? But that third grader, someone said something to you, they called you fat or they called you ugly or they made fun of something about you. And that's a sticky thought that you have. It showed up in your box. So the question is, how can we release that thought? That thought's not serving you and it's not truth. The thing is when things are true for us, when I tell my teen clients this, if it's true for you, then you take it as fact, right? You have a choice and you have 100% control over your thoughts. So you can choose to shift them. You can either just throw them away, you can write an affirmation to counterbalance that, I'm good enough is the perfect one. That works for everything. So you can always say, "Mm, you don't have to be perfect parents. You don't have to be perfect. You're good enough. Exactly as you are as you're good enough. You're not broken. You don't need fixed. This is about taking away the power of those negative sticky thoughts and empowering you as a parent to let go some stuff from back in the day that is no longer serving you and making a conscious choice As an adult, then no, I'm choosing not to believe that. Like slingshot that thought back to where it came from, right? It's a sticky thought. It's not serving you. We want to let it go, especially if this is something that is impacting your parenting. If that thought is affecting how you show up as a parent. So number two. Embrace your imperfections, embrace your mistakes, embrace your failures, celebrate them, share them, let the world see them, right? We all have imperfections. We're supposed to be imperfect. That's awesome. That's the good news. We don't need to be perfect. No one does, but it can be uncomfortable to kind of embrace those pieces of us that aren't perfect, but what a gift to give your kids to allow them to see that you are imperfect that you make mistakes, that you embrace your imperfections. That means they can feel comfortable making mistakes on their own and getting back up again. That means they don't have to be perfect, right? You're modeling for your teenager resiliency. Hey, this happened to me. This is what I did. This is how I acted. I'm not perfect. And you're just showing up Anyway, how can we embrace our imperfections and show resiliency and not put ourselves down? Because when we put ourselves down, when we put down how we look physically or we put down something we're not good at, we're 
basically saying, I'm not enough, what message are we giving our kids? Because the truth is we are enough. You are enough. Exactly where you are right now is enough if you allow it to be. So we want to work on our stuff or maybe modeling that, you know, I'm, I'm not good enough. And then our kids see this and they think, well, my mom's not good enough or my dad's not good enough. Then I must not be good enough. So being imperfect, sh- uh, celebrating that, sharing that with your kids. It's such a gift that you can give them. Some people need support with this. Some people need to do it on their own. It doesn't matter. You're perfectly imperfect just the way you are. Thirdly, a lot of times parents feel like they're losing control because we are, we are losing control. We're losing control of our kids because they're growing up and they're pulling away and they're becoming independent young adults. So a question to ask yourself is, are you losing control of your kids or are you losing control of yourself? Sometimes parents are afraid for the moment when their kids leave home because of course we'll miss them, but it's more about now I'm stuck with me and what do I have Do I like who I am? Do I have things to fix and heal? Because now I can't use my kids as an excuse to work on me. There's a reason why empty nest syndrome exists. And it's really easy for parents to lose focus on who you are and put everything into your kids, right? You allow the parenting to get in the way. A lot of parents attach their entire identity to being a parent. And then when our kids go off, again, you're stuck with you. You're stuck with you forever. So you might as well do whatever it takes to become the best version of yourself, not only for your kids, but for you, because you're going to be left with you. So if you still have stuff there packed away in your garage, now is the perfect time to focus on the things within yourself that you can control because, yes, you are losing some control of your kids. So commit to prioritizing you. You're still going to parent them. You're still going to be there for them. You're still going to love them. But give yourself the gift of time because your stuff is not going away. And especially if your stuff is impacting your parenting and you know this. I talk to a lot of parents who know this. Parents parent might have been a perfectionist or a parent might have been bullied as a child. That stuff stays with us if you don't deal with it. And it does impact how you show up as a parent. And it might be impacting micro messaging that you are sharing with your child. So just something to think about. Some of you, again, will be able to do this on their own. Some of you will need extra help and support. You might need that support from a counselor, a therapist, or a medical professional, you might not. You know, you might be able to work with a coach. And so I'm going to give you a few ways that I might be able to offer you support. If any of these strike a chord with you, simply message me requesting information. Number one is I'm starting a weekly, it's called Empower Hour for Parents. So the word M and then Power Hours, a weekly Empower Hour for Parents. And this is going to be live on Facebook. Each week, we're going to focus on a specific topic. For example, one week might be connection with teens. Another week might be setting boundaries. Another week might be dealing with anxiety. Anything and everything. All kinds of topics are going to come up. It's about empowering you as a parent. But in addition to that topic piece, aside from that, there's going to be time for Q&A. If you want to ask questions of me or others in the group, there's going to be an opportunity to just vent. Sometimes that in itself, just getting stuff off our chest is what we need. We hold stuff in, we push it down, and it impacts our parenting. 
So giving you an opportunity to vent and achieve some extra support. This will be a group format. Again, it's called the Empower Hour for Parents. Probably gonna be on a Monday evening when I get it going. So if that's something you think you might be interested in, simply message me for more information. Another thing is if you think you'd really like to unpack what's in your garage, ask me about the Energy Leadership Index Assessment or you can Google it. It's called the ELI and it's this really powerful evidence and research-based assessment. There's nothing like it on the market, but it shows you how you're showing up energetically, which is really our thinking, on a typical day versus under stress. It comes with a 10-page report as well as a 60 to 90-minute one-on-one debrief. With me. And then we get together and we really unpack these results. I took this a couple years ago and it was incredibly accurate and very eye-opening. So that's called the ELI. And then, of course, I do teen one-on-one life coaching. And so if anything that I've just shared with you, the Empower Hour for Parents, that's really for just parents or the ELI, send me a message just requesting more information and I will get back to you. Other than that, my name is Renee Sinning. I'm a teen life coach. I'm a parent partner. I work with teenagers and parents every week, and I love it. You have everything within you already to get the results you desire, just like teenagers do. It's just about tapping into it and getting past some of those obstacles, those sticky obstacles or sticky thoughts that might be in the way. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.